and welcome to another all-new episode of GameWare Express, Baton Rouge's longest-running video game podcast. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Friday, September the 25th, 2015. You are at listening to episode number 96. Man, we are coming up to 100. We are coming up to 100 fast. we got to plan something good for episode 100, Vaughn Venters. Yo. How goes it? Maybe we can do that uh, that musical podcast that you were talking we, about. <laughs> I'll start writing the music now. Um, that's it. Vaughn is here with me this week. Um, Hello, everybody. Empty table, but that's okay. Um, you know, it's only half empty. It's only half empty. You know, work schedules, life schedules get in the way, and Vaughn was the only one available. So I appreciate you coming, buddy. No problem, dude. Because um, I don't like missing weeks, and even if I had to talk to myself, I would do that. No, it's okay. I have Vaughn here with me this week um intro question i should probably come up with that because i didn't what's your favorite <laughs> amiibo vaughn favorite amiibo so far oh no not i'm really talking it. about in quality of the figure itself not what it does in games but like just the figure itself physically which one is your favorite oh well a lot of them are really good in my opinion physically how they look and whatnot but i get i think my favorites are gonna have to be either rosalino or fox okay just because, like, they just look like the characters, you know? Right. Okay. I like to believe that could answer. The only reason I thought of that is because I'm staring at my Amiibos right now because Steven's not blocking them and playing with them. <laughs> my fi- my favorite's probably the new uh, classic 8-bit Mario because I'm just it's so unique and interesting. With It's all kind of, I guess not pixelated, voxelated? Is that a word? I guess. Because they're voxels <laughs> and... He can do some pretty cool stuff, and yeah, Amiibos, we keep buying those. Don't, t- are we supposed to go pick some up tomorrow? Yeah, that's right. Those ones we woke up at like 8 a.m. to pre-order that we didn't need to wake up that early? Uh, 27th. Tomorrow's the 25th, right? Today is the 25th. Today's Today is 25th? Friday, September 25th, okay, 2015. Okay, so we picked them up on Sunday. Sunday, okay. Okay, cool. So not quite tomorrow. I gotcha. Cool. Well... This week probably be a short show because it's just me and you, and I haven't had a chance to play a whole, whole lot. Um, I guess we'll kind of start with more of the same from last week. How is Mario Maker treating you? It's treating me fantastically. Okay. <laughs> I, still, I still haven't been able to like completely put it down because it's just that fun. There are, a lot of people are making really long levels now, so I could see the outcry of people wanting checkpoints in the game at this point yeah that was one thing that turned me off and why i kind of quit playing was because i finally got over like a difficult part in one of the levels and a different section came up and i died and i was like man i'm not doing that again yeah exactly i would really like checkpoints to be in the game because i want to make long levels myself so having checkpoints after you handle a pretty difficult puzzle or a difficult challenge will be very helpful and not as frustrating to the player but didn't checkpoints not come into a world Right. Okay. That is correct. So were the levels just not this long in Mario 1 or 3, or is it... They were all extremely short in 1 and 3. Okay, so this them expanding the like area of play they give you is kind of what's messing with that kind of... Right. More powerful systems gives you more room to work with. Exactly. Okay. Have you made any more levels or anything? You're just kind of focusing... I know last week we talked about you at the Cove, like, making levels to challenge. I've made, I've made a few more levels. I haven't actually put them out on, like, Facebook or anything. Okay. But I have made more. I'll be putting them out soon, especially when I start streaming the game sometime next week. Okay. So, yeah. That's cool. Find any other levels you like out there that are good? Oh, yeah. I've downloaded a whole lot. Really? More, more so of, like, the parkour levels. Parkour? Yeah. Parkour? There are some levels that are strictly parkour in the new Super Mario Brothers. Oh, it's just a bunch of wall, wall jumps. And stuff. Yeah. Those are really fun. That's interesting. I saw some guy made some level that, like, 
only five people have completed out of like eleven thousand. Yeah, that's eleven thousand. Have you, you have know. you tried to, you're, you're, I have not tried any of those yet. Okay. I want to, but I have a feeling I would probably be very bad because I'm not very good at kicking a shell and then jumping on a vine and then recatching it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, some of those levels get really ridiculous to that point. I can imagine, and that just doesn't sound like something I'd want to try to do. It, those are not for the faint of heart. Fair <laughs> Let's enough. just put it that way. I, as a person who's played the Kaizo Mario ROM hacks and stuff, they get brutal. <laughs> those okay. levels get brutal okay that's cool um i still haven't played it since our last episode you should it's good i know it's just like you know i've been playing destiny right a lot the, the taken king still going forward on that i uh neil and i ran some of the new strikes which was the first time of me doing that this past week and it's kind of cool because they added the new enemies, the Taken, into some of these strikes that they weren't there before. Okay. So, And that's in the older strikes. So it kind of gives some incentive to go back and run the older strikes that we run so many times every week over the past year. Does that make them more like challenging or anything? or? Uh, not really challenging, just different. Different experience? Yeah, I mean, you go into a room and you expect it to be Cabal, but now it's Taken. Right. Or you go into this room and you expect people to be there, and then they're not. That's pretty cool. So they're kind of mixing it up that way. And then we played some of the new strikes. And in one of them that takes place on Earth, like a kind of public event happens where it drops the little satellite thing. You have to defend it. And the first time we ran it, it was hive enemies that attacked us. But the second time we ran it, it was fallen enemies that attacked us. So they're mixing it up there, too, which is kind of cool. That way, since we run these strikes over and over again, it keeps... uh you know, allowing them to be fresh, which is definitely good. I, I enjoyed that a lot because uh, running through the new um, level 36 like strike playlist, they changed it where the further you get into the playlist, you get better drops. But sometimes the same strikes come up twice, which is kind of annoying. But since they're doing these kind of mix-ups, it kind of helps, like I said, keeps things fresh. So that's kind of cool. And I took advantage of the... I've kind of figured out with Neil and Scott explaining it to me the way the new leveling system works with Ingrams. Because, um, you know, Ingrams, you get this little ball, and you don't know what it is, and you bring it to the dude, and you're like, oh, now you have this new boots. But before, it was always kind of predetermined what they were, but now, depending on what your current light level is, it kind of sets up a range that your Ingram will be. Okay? So, before, I was just kind of... If I had four of them, i just decrypt all four, and just kind of give me generic stuff. But now I learned you should equip all of your best gear... And then go and um, decrypt them one at a time. And then if you get one that's better, you go ahead and make yourself better. And then it means the next one you decrypt will be higher. You see what I'm saying? Because okay. it's an average. So that, that helped me raise my light level significantly higher over the past week at the little bit I've been able to play. Nothing to be able to do any of the raid stuff yet or the nightfall strikes yet. But I am being able almost to do the dailies, which are good. Okay. So it's just kind of slowly making my way through that. Um, just this week between work and like trying to be sociable and go outside some it's i haven't really played a whole whole lot right. um save that for special stage <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> and i mean i played of course i've been playing a lot of hearthstone because um works a little slow this week so i've been playing a lot of hearthstone on my phone which destroyed your phone battery i imagine and it's kind of difficult to play like i had someone spectating me while i was playing on my phone and he was like you misplayed i'm like well i'm trying to like look on a like five inch screen i can't really tell 100 percent what i'm doing while i'm working so i've just been doing my dailies there to get new uh gold so i can buy you know more packs and not spend real money right 
because I I've already given Blizzard enough money for Hearthstone. So you know how it goes. Right, I understand. But you've been playing a, a recently a new game on the PlayStation Vita. They still make games for those. Shocker. Yeah, crazy. They're coming out with more soon. Uh, it's but... uh, Daganronpa Ultra Despair Girls. Right. Another episode. Another episode. Okay, so I've played all of Daganronpa 1 and half of Daganronpa 2, which is a visual novel kind of detective anime bullshit game. <laughs> Am I wrong? Well, I mean, <laughs> Phoenix Wright is the same way. No, no, so. no, exactly. <laughs> but this one's different, right? Uh, yes, this is very different. It actually foregoes the formula that you had with the first two games, and it just throws it out the window. And now you're uh, stuck with a rail shooter for the most part. What? <laughs> yeah, because it's a different it's a different story. Uh, it's based off of the main characters from the first game's sister. Okay. You have to play as her, and it's during the tragedy that happens. Okay. So, so you're not really going forth like trying to like find out the truth or anything. You're just trying to survive the war so it's a weird side story yeah it's a side story but it it tells a lot of what's actually going on so i recommend it if you're into the danganronpa lore i am but it looks weird because like the the first and second game are all basically kind of 2d flats animations drawings whatever telling the story but this is like fully rendered 3d nonsense you still have all the 2d like art stuff in oh okay it. like for the, when they're talking to each other and everything yeah so you still have their profile pictures. I don't know if they're profile pictures, but you still have their pictures yeah, and their just, reactions okay. in the art 2D art form mm -hmm. while the 3D models are on the screen. Do I? And so, you still have anime cutscenes and stuff too. Okay. So, so since I've I've beaten one, I haven't beaten two yet. I don't need to beat two. Can I play this one anyway? Because you said it's kind of a side story of one. Should I finish two before I try this one out? I think you could play this if you've beaten the first game because okay. the way the story pans out. It looks like it takes place between one and two. Okay, but you, so you say it's a rail shooter. Why am I shooting things? Is that the whole thing? Is it just like story and then go out and shoot stuff, or what? What am I doing? Well, you're being chased by a bunch of Monokuma robots. Oh, great! Of course you and are. You have to shoot all the Monokuma, ro all, Monokuma robots. Ugh, and that's it. That's like the whole game is just shooting, or am I doing any type of detective work or any type of like social links or anything like in the main games? Well, there's another character that you can switch to, and she has a sort of transformation. I'm sure you know her already. Okay. And you can fight as that character with scissors and just <laughs> destroy things. All right. But pretty much the premise of the game is to not get killed by the Monokuma robots. Okay. And I guess there are other characters you're interacting with. Because another right. thing of the Daganronpa series is like the interesting characters that you meet and encounter throughout them and interact with. Like I guess that's still kind of going on. Right, you still interact with a bunch of characters. Okay. You, you meet a bunch of characters as you go through the game. Okay. But you're playing as the two main characters. Um, Have you beaten it, or you just started I, playing? I just beat it last night. How long is it, would you say? Because, like, the first game was 15 to, like, 14 to 16 hours, I think, and the second one, I'm still going. The prologue, there's one, there's a prologue in five chapters and an epilogue. The epilogue and the prologue are, like, 20 minutes each. But all the chapters are about three to four hours long. Oh, so this is like another like 20-hour experience. Right. If you want to go and check up on the lore and collect things and stuff like that. Right. Okay. So I've enjoyed these first two games. You think I should 
check this one out too? Absolutely. Okay. I'll even let you borrow it if you want to. <laughs> okay. You don't have to like buy it if you want to just. You know, oh, I'll probably buy because I have the first two on the shelf, so I appreciate Maybe it. But well. I need to finish two. But next week I'll be on the road for work, so I promise I will load it up. I can't promise how far I'll get because I fall asleep half the time when I have to read things. You should finish it. It's really good. Okay, I'm gonna. You you said after chapter two and the second one it picks up, and right. I just, just, and the just last like thing the first I did, game. The last thing I did was finish chapter two, so I mean, uh, I guess we'll get there uh, eventually. All right, so that's it for all we've been playing this week. Let's move on to news because Konami. Remember Konami? Uh, yeah, I do. Do they for, do they make, still make games or anything? Or? Not anymore. Dang. You read my mind because uh, Konami's come out and said after a very successful Metal Gear Solid Five, the Phantom Pain launch, uh, Konami says they are ceasing AAA game production going wow. forward, which is huge because I mean, okay, well, I guess it's not huge. It's disappointing. But they have so many like historic franchises that are just kind of going by the wayside. Granted, Japanese companies are different from ones here in the West. They diversify more. You know, Konami has like their health clubs, I believe, and right. they're like pochinko machines. And <laughs> I guess they're gonna look at mobile gaming still. So they'll still be in the gaming scene, but just not big AAA games. Not like Metal Gear is over, except for Pro Evo Soccer. Right. They will keep making Pro Evo Soccer. <laughs> Well, there's at least something, I guess. But, it, like, so what happens to, like, Castlevania? What happens to all of these IP that they own that they're not going to do anything with except maybe just put on their mobile games, I guess? I think that would be about it. Otherwise, they're probably dead. No, they're not dead. Like I so said, they have all these other companies just, just in terms of gaming. Much, right? Yeah, in terms of gaming, or at least in terms of those franchises, those franchises might be dead. until Except for, like, 10 years from now and they decide to come back and be like hey guess what <laughs> alucard's back motherfuckers right <laughs> so that's it's definitely a weird shift but i mean konami's far from from gone it's just for in our little bubble it's just weird to see someone bow out like that right kind of like when sega went out like when they quit making consoles you're like what but i mean they still are pretending to make games and even then sega isn't doing a whole, whole lot Right. They want to try and win back their fans. That's what they've said recently. I haven't oh. seen it yet, but they're working on something. Okay. Maybe it's the Dreamcast 2. Maybe. <laughs> that would be the dream. That would be the dream. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> um, For all you Batman Arkham Knight season pass suckers like me, uh, Warner Brothers has come out and announced a new DLC for Arkham Knight called uh, Catwoman's Revenge. Oh, more Catwoman. Yeah. I didn't I, like Catwoman in Arkham City. Oh, you didn't? See, I thought no. it was better because it was different. Because I didn't like the Batgirl DLC that just came out because A, it was short. B, it was terrible. And C, she played too much like Batman. So it was like, why are you Batgirl besides just to be you know, Batgirl? It didn't really change much of the gameplay. As opposed to the Harley Quinn DLC, which came with the PS4 pre-order, uh, because at least she played differently. That was just an even shorter experience. Well, I like that she played differently, but there wasn't really much to her character in the game. Right. She was literally just there to, spoiler alert, rescue Batman, and that was it. <laughs> Are you talking about Catwoman? Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about Harley. Well, not really much to her either. So, <laughs> but yeah, so Cat the Catwoman DLC is coming out, and well, she played a little differently because she climbed on the roof and the walls, and she was a little more agile than Batman. Right. So at least it was a different move set, unlike the Batgirl DLC. And this is supposed to be um, Rocksteady making this one again, whereas that Batgirl DLC was WB Montreal. So we'll see. Hopefully, it's just not another like 
hour of bullshit. Like, I'm going to be so upset, which I know it is, so I know I'll be upset. <laughs> it's the DLC, man. You but, know it's going to be. Yeah, but they also are coming out with new, like, challenge rooms and fighter packs. And it's just the tumbler from, you know, Batman Begins is coming. I feel like if I'm ever going to play these games, I'm just going to play the main game. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I'll play it because I'm stupid and bought the season pass, but you're right. I know, you're a Batman, big Batman fan. I so. am, that's true, so... It's understandable. <laughs> can't wait for that. Um, People who are fans of Hitman are going to have to wait a little longer, though, because that just got pushed back into March of 2016. Man, these delays, man. To go with all the delays coming from last week we talked about. So many delays this year. Star Fox, Persona, like all those got pushed back. Now Hitman. Ugh. So, sorry, Hitman fans. Ooh. You found a thing. (laughs) What else we got? What else we got? Okay, so PlayStation VR... The artist formerly known, I mean, as a Project Morpheus. The virtual reality. Yeah. Uh, Andrew House came out and said that it's going to be priced like a console. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So I, I guess they're, they're talking like, what, $400? Because that's the PS4 cost. Uh, do you Did you plan on getting any of these VR experiences? Were, they, were you interested in any of these before this announcement? Or? It would depend on the game. Okay. Like, if it's something's, if it's a... If, there's a bunch of great games that are strictly for VR or whatever. I would get them, but but would you pay four hundred dollars for one now? Like I said, it depends, mm-hmm. but more than likely not. I mean, it's kind of a catch twenty, not catch twenty two, but like it's good that it's expensive because that's means it's going to be worth a damn. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like hopefully they put some work into it. It'll have extra processing power in the headset to like relieve some of the PlayStation 4 stuff. Cause you have to render everything twice for VR. Cause you have two eyes. Right. Unlike right. when the Kinect came out and to keep it cheap, they took the GPU out. So then it, things ran like shit. Cause they're running it all on the Xbox 360 exclusively. But $400 is still steep. Unless you're like super VR fan, and have used it, and that's something you're looking forward to, it's a hard sell, because how can you just have a TV ad for a unique experience as such as, you know, virtual reality, you know? Right. Granted, Sony's ad, did you see Sony's VR ad they came out with recently in no. for Japan? It does a pretty damn good job of, like, simulating virtual reality the best you can in, like, a TV commercial. Okay. But even still, with, you know... The Valve Vive coming, or HTC Vive, and then the Oculus Rift coming out. If those are any cheaper, like 150 to $200, and they work just as well, you know, obviously if you only have a PlayStation, you can only go with Morpheus. But with all these different ones, it'll be interesting to see how they're all priced. Uh, I hope this doesn't really end up like the Vita. <laughs> just dead in the water. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm interested in VR. And my computer I built recently can has the specs to run Oculus Rift. And I really enjoyed the Oculus demo. I played at E3 this year. I didn't get a chance to do the Morpheus this year. I'm sorry, PlayStation VR uh, this year. But I don't know. Five Nights at Freddy's. Nope, no thank you. Do it. No thank you. Come on, man. <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> so switching from Sony to Microsoft... Uh, head of Xbox division, Phil Spencer, is confident that Halo 5 won't have the same problems that the Master Chief Collection did at launch. Do you believe him? How confident is he? He, he says he's very confident. Well then, considering that it's a completely different game, I imagine that it probably won't. I probably believe him at that point. Okay, but I mean, 
Master Chief Collection, that game was like fucked for months. You couldn't play online. And what do you do in Halo? You play online with your friends. Well, you make a mistake once. It's very hard to make that same mistake again. Right, especially so. for a uh, franchise like Halo. And right. I, I think, I have, a, I have a feeling I believe them too. Because with Master Chief Collection, they kind of put that out to like keep Halo fans at bay. And you know, most of, the, most of that 343 team was working on Halo 5. Right. And with all the money Microsoft has, and this is like their staple franchise for the holiday season, I they'd be like they're stupid if this gets fucked up again you know right yeah they need halo 5 to be like super successful at this point i mean yeah they they paid all that money for a rise of the tomb raider exclusivity for this holiday season and forza 6 just came out but i mean halo is halo right like this is it like this will probably be the biggest halo game ever right so it needs to be correct and hopefully everyone at xbox and everyone at 343 industries will have their shit together yeah i, I think they will Okay. What else we got? Okay, this is interesting. Uh, I read earlier that TBS, you know, your favorite channel that plays Conan and all the Big Bang Theory reruns? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to start broadcasting esports in 2016, starting with Counter-Strike Go. Really? Yeah, where eventually, like, the playoffs or the championship, they'll fly to Atlanta, where the TBS headquarters are, and do it live. Really? But they're okay. supposed to do that... Um, next year on TBS, and we already had um, esports competition on the mainstream with the Heroes of the Dorm finals on ESPN earlier this summer. Uh, what do you think about this? Are you are you happy to see esports hitting hitting TV time? Or? This this might actually make me turn on my TV for once. You think? Yeah, maybe. But would you watch it on TBS over watching it like on Twitch? Because on TBS mm. you're not gonna have your Capras and your Franker Zs. Yeah, but at the same time. I could have that running on my TV while I'll be watching another stream Whoa. on my computer. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. That'd do be you, great. Do you see the uh I mean, you know, I'm not a big Counter-Strike fan, I don't know about you, but do you see this as kind of a tipping point to get more things like Dota's, like Hots, like, you know, Evo like onto these more cable TV channels or do you see do you see this being successful? Is I guess what I'm first saying, trying to ask. I think it will be successful. Starting out with a game like Counter Strike Go, like Counter Strike is still big, so yeah. But how how fun is it to watch one guy like run around and just like jump and snipe things on TV? Well, it depends on how the actual broadcast is handled. Right. Like if you switch constantly from like player to player, mm -hmm. then it's then it's a good watch. You know? Right. Because I feel like something like a MOBA is kind of relatable because it's kind of like football or soccer or anything. It's 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 teams moving on a you know static feel just back and forth and it's kind of easier to follow that than just like someone running around first person shooting things or knifing people you know right or even we've said it before things like fighting games are easy because it's like two dudes punching each other and you watch a life bar go down it doesn't get more simple to watch than that you know yes there are nuances but me and you will pick that up but it's not necessary to enjoy the fight you know well, people seem to be entertained enough and know what's going on and can pick up what's going on in something like, hey, like League of Legends or StarCraft mm -hmm. just by watching one person. So that's true. I imagine it won't be too difficult to pick up from watching something like Counter-Strike or Rocket League or Rocket anything League of this sort. The only thing I worry about, I don't worry about it. It's just anytime anything esports or video games pops up on espn have you ever checked twitter or seen those articles of twitter like yeah that's because the diehard like old dude sports people are like oh man that's not a sport right do you think that will detract them like 
from doing more things or they will just not worry about that and try to focus on like the, the good thing like people liking seeing esports on cable tv like is cable tv a place for esports because we have twitch if you're really that into games you know what twitch is at this point you know i think it's okay to put it on tv i mean you could put poker on tv <laughs> that's true <laughs> they on, did that on, for on a while ES, on espn of like all espn prime time too so why not why not esports why not esports? It's growing, you know. I, I think it's fine. It's it's an, it's a neat experiment at least. If it fails, it fails, but let it rock for a while. Yeah, and it's interesting to see TBS picking this up, not like you know another ESPN or, or anything like that. When, like I said, it's just Conan and Seinfeld and Big Bang Theory reruns, like they're, they're probably appealing to some kind of demographic on TBS. Maybe more nerds watch TBS. I guess. I guess so. They'll probably show it later at night. Maybe. I mean, that's kind of what. The uh, that our demographic kind of watches stuff. They put like the 6 p.m. You know, people getting home from work to watch your Seinfeld. Right. But then at nighttime, you got your Conan and you got your because Conan does video game stuff. Right. And and stuff like that. So that's that'll be interesting. I'm uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Not because I like Counter Strike, but to see if this grows. If right. you know, ESPN will run another Heroes of the Storm tournament or you know the Dota International or whatever league does selling out soccer stadiums in Korea. You know. Yeah. For real. Um, let's see. Let's see. Then, oh, so Persona 4 Dancing comes out. Dancing All Night comes out on Tuesday. Oh, I'm excited. But already, they already announced their first piece of DLC. You see this? Mm-hmm. I H- did. Hatsune Miku yeah. will be a downloadable character on October 20th for Persona 4 Dancing All Night. I'm not surprised because the game engine is built off of that. You right. Know? It was very similar, and I saw that. And I was like, oh, I guess that kind of makes sense. Right. Hatsune Miku, my favorite Persona character. She should be at this point. <laughs> she well, should be a character in every game. <laughs> will, will you download H- Hatsune Miku? I don't see why not. I'm going to download every character because there's more than just her for character-wise DLC. Okay. Um, and that's all the news I have for this week. Did I miss anything? Uh, we missed something last week uh, oh, did we? in terms of uh, FNAF World. Okay. So that's the new game that uh, Scott revealed recently. Right, Five, Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's World, and it's going to be an RPG where you use four animatronics from any what? any of the games, and we don't know what you're fighting against, but... Is it the security guy? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are we just turning the tables and doing an RPG? That's that's what it is, because he said the original Five Nights at Freddy's story is finished, so he's going right. to make a different game. So this is what he wanted. What if they make a Five Nights at Freddy's MOBA? That would be crazy. I would probably play it for a while. For I think like it'd have more minutes. characters than Heroes of the Storm at this point. <laughs> I would probably play it for about maybe five minutes, and then I'll be like, okay, that was a fun game. I'll play something else, like <laughs> I do with every MOBA. Okay. Well, yeah, that's definitely cool, I guess. Does it, that have a date or anything at this point? No. Nah, Scott said he wanted to try and make some kind of trailer for whenever the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 4 DLC came out, mm-hmm. but he said he doesn't really have enough time, so we'll probably see a trailer sometime after Halloween. Okay, but they still have Halloween stuff coming, right? Right, but we he already explained that they're just extra challenges and stuff. He's not oh, going okay. to open the box or reveal any more of the story or anything of the sort. I gotcha. Okay, okay. Oh, and you'll appreciate this. Um, 
Here's the Storm, the medic just came out as a new character from hmm. StarCraft. Okay. And if you unlock her master skin, she has an alt skin. And it's different colors, and she looks like Samus. From <laughs> here, Here's a picture you can see that our friends at home can't see. But I thought that was interesting. That Did if Nintendo you, get up on this? <laughs> let's say it's not calling it Samus. It's just like a red, <laughs> red and orange suit with a shield. So it's like... Just looks very. It's not Samus. Like Samus. It's like you know, Bamus. It's fine. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Uh, also, I believe this weekend is uh, TwitchCon, so check that out. I don't know what they're doing at TwitchCon, but I see a lot of the streamers I follow and a lot of people on Twitter going to that. And it's like the um, the Rainbow Six Siege beta. So if you got into that, be on the okay. lookout for for that right there. Um. Let's see as I scroll down. Uh, Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls on PS4. That release date is coming soon. Ah, yes. Great. That'd be cool to check out because I still haven't played Beyond. So I've, and I own it, but I'll probably just buy it again because whatever. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I still need to play Beyond, but I will get I will get that game anyway. So Yes, exactly. May as well wait. And then, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. I watched that new Persona trailer from last week. That was really awesome. Yep. Can't wait for that. All right, let's go to new releases for this week. Uh, just like last week, I don't know what it is about Toys to Life games coming out on Sunday, but here comes another one. We had Skylanders with Bowser on this past Sunday, and this Sunday you get LEGO Dimensions okay. on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Wii U. Interesting. Um, do you have any more room on your shelf for any more Toys to Life figures? Not really. <laughs> Lego like once once I finish once I finish the Smash Amiibo collection, I will be fresh out of space. I barely have enough space as it is. And I'm not really big into Skylanders or Lego or Disney Affinity or anything of the sort. Did you play any of the, like the Lego like the proper Lego games at all? I played Lego Star Wars for a bit. Okay, and that was it. Because I really enjoyed the Lego games, and I I like that in Dimensions, like they actually have crossover. Like, you can be Batman running around in, like, Wizard of Oz world, unlike in um, Disney Infinity. But I just, the Lego things are so much more expensive because they're A, Lego, and B, there's more of them. Right. So it's just, I can't justify, now that I've played this, bought the, all the Infinity things for Star Wars, I'm still making my way through and still buying these stupid Amiibo. <laughs> I, I can't I can't spend more money on Lego Vaughn. Like, I really don't understand why you and Steven are even buying the amiibo. <laughs> well, Steven has all of them. So. Yeah, no, I don't even understand why he has all of them. Because uh, that's how we are. I like to own things. <laughs> I, ha I buy games and don't open them. Like, have you seen my shelf? Anyway. Um, on Tuesday, Fallout Anthology is coming out on PC. And that's like every Fallout game so far. Right. Leading up to four. And it comes in a cool little mini nuke if you pre-order it, I think. Or it always does. So that's awesome. It's like 60 bucks. Sweet. Um, the basketball games are coming. Oh, boy. NBA Live 16 and NBA 2K16 dueling basketball games coming out on Tuesday on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PC. Hopefully these will be good these this time. Did you see uh, clips from the demo for NBA Live 16? Because they are fucked. Dang. Okay. I saw a gif of Kevin Love shooting a free throw. And then right when he's going up to shoot, he just turns around and shoots it at the other goal. <laughs> So, <laughs> like, NBA Live is buggy as shit in this demo. <sighs> I don't know why they still try to make that. I, I in two, NBA 2K16, the Spike Lee joint. They make a story mode with cutscenes directed by Spike Lee. All right. 
Like, why would you not want to buy that over... Well, no, Kevin Love shooting free throws at the opposite goal does sound pretty fun, but I think I'm going to have to go with 2K16. It's a Spike Lee joint. And it has our boy on the cover, Anthony Davis, New Orleans well, Pelicans. Okay, I can, I can see that. I so see that. I think I'm going to go with that one. Sorry, EA. Yeah. Um, Persona 4, Dancing All Night, coming out on the Vita on Tuesday. Can't wait. It's going to be Play fun. Play as Hatsune Miku next month. Play as everybody. That's right. <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, coming out on Tuesday. Still don't know how I feel about that, but I guess I'll have to look at it and see. Game's coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. If it's good enough, I might get it. Yeah, I don't know. I keep hearing mixed things. I guess we'll see. Also, Samurai Warriors 4 2. Interesting. Coming out on PlayStation 3, 4, Vita, and PC. Okay. It's 4 dash I I. 4 2. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's it for your new releases for next week. Games are coming out, Vaughn. It's that time of the year where. They just don't stop, because after that, Rock Band 4 comes out, and on the 6th of October, pre-order now, hashtag Rock Band Road Crew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that game's going to be great. That game is going to be great. Let's move on to emails, but we don't have any emails, guys. Ugh. Come on, guys. GameworkExpress at gmail.com is that email address if you want to email us. Answer your questions, take your suggestions, take your criticisms, only if they're constructive. Hmm. <laughs> Indeed. Tell us your favorite Ninja Turtle. That's dating back to episode one. Yeah, that's a long time ago. <laughs> so GamewareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Or you can SpeakPipe us. Leave us a voicemail so your voice can be on this show just like mine and Vaughn's. That's SpeakPipe.com slash GamewareExpress. And let's wrap the show up with special stages. I'll let you go first, Vaughn. Okay, so you had a birthday party over the weekend <laughs> I did involving rock band and friends and a lot a lot of booze <laughs> so me being the party animal that I am oh yeah decided hey yo this is gonna be the first time ever that I will drink to the point of throwing up in a toilet oh that's and that's, that's exactly how I go in all my parties too <laughs> I'm impressed you made it that long without ever reaching that milestone. Oh, man. It's been five years since I started, quote-unquote, rocking the boat. So <laughs> took I think a very it, long time for it to finally tip over. I think it did. But you're all right. You trooped out. We, we played more Fibbage. That's something we played we didn't talk about. Fibbage is great. How many games of Fibbage did we play? Like five or six. I only remember one. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> my, uh, mem we... my memory is pretty fried from that night, too. Did, did we play Drawful, too? Yes. I don't remember any of the pictures. Yo, yeah. We played Drawful, too. That's something. See, we played more games. We could have talked about it at the top of the show, but that's okay. If you have friends and you like alcohol, get the Jackbox Party Pack. Oh, man. Jackbox Party Pack is so good. I wish they would like update one more episodes. Maybe next year? Maybe. I know Quiplash came out. I haven't bought that yet, and I really don't know exactly how it's played, but I see a lot of Twitch people playing it, and I see some like the blogosphere like talking about it a little bit. So maybe uh, we can check that out uh, next party. Maybe a smaller affair. Yeah. Much smaller affair. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, but more of the story is Adam throws some pretty great parties. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, for mine, so, you know, big LSU fan. They're traveling up to Syracuse to play the Orange in football on Saturday. What a name. And, well, it used to be the Orange Man, but that's racist. Now they're the Orange. Dang. So, <laughs> reports are coming out that, like, 
like businesses and places in Syracuse are worried, speaking of alcohol, are worried they will run out of alcohol because LSU fans will go up there and drink it all. Well, we do have a lot of drunk people at our games. And from what I understand, when we had to go play like West Virginia or Virginia or somebody a few years ago, like we wiped them out. We like drank them dry. Good Lord. <laughs> well, it's, it's a different culture like up there than it is down here. Because like up in the north or like different parts of the country right here, like you can't buy alcohol at like your Walmart. You have to go to like a, like a liquor store to get your alcohol. Gee whiz. Anything harder than like beer or wine, you have to go to like a specialty store. Where here you go to fucking Walgreens right on the corner and get whatever you want. Jeez. Like wow. the CVS right there on campus, half the store is alcohol. You would think they would have easier access to alcohol but, in these oh, other places. I just but... kicked the table. That hurt. But it, like I said, it's just a different culture. So they're not used to – I'll just wake up and drink all day and watch football. You right. Know? So I found that hilarious because that's the first time I heard of that. But, yeah, Syracuse businesses are worried LSU fans are going to come drink all of their booze. Well, I guess you're going to have to buy more. <laughs> I guess so. So that, that's great. And I can't wait for that game on Saturday. Leonard Fournette is a beast. He he'll is. be my first pick in fantasy draft two years from now like, when he holy, can go pro. Like, holy crap. That dude is insane. He is too good. Liter- literally running over people and throwing them off his back. Like, I, haven't, I haven't seen a player on LSU this good since Tyran Matthew. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, awesome. Well, that's it. That's our show. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. And I am at V for Extreme 12. And you can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR. And you can also find our podcast on facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. Tell your friends. Hit that like button. Like, subscribe, share. Also leave us messages. I mean, not messages. You can leave us messages. Or you <laughs> can also leave us reviews on iTunes. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud. You can download it on Xbox Music or Google Play. And we just finally started today uh, working on the schedule for Extra Life this year. Yep. We'll be so. doing that again November 7th, 24-hour stream. We'll have more details on that soon. Be prepared for endless plugs for like a month. And Rock Band 4, I'm, you know... Rock Band Road Crew, we're getting those bundles hopefully soon, and I will be. I'm I'm working on a a, a public event for that at a local bar. I don't want to say anything yet because I don't know all the details, but I am, that is in the works too. Awesome. So if you're in the Baton Rouge area in the next couple of weeks, be on the lookout for um Rock Band Night at a bar. That'd Sounds be cool. good. Um, that's pretty much it for me. You doing any more streaming this uh this weekend or this week? Uh, I think I might try some Mario Maker on Sunday. I'm not sure yet. And what is that channel? Switch.tv slash V for Extreme 12. There it is. Boom. If you're looking for, for me on anything, it's V for Extreme 12. <laughs> hey, it's branding, it's easy, and it's consistent. That's what you need. That's yep. what, that makes it work. Except for YouTube because they don't allow you to do custom links anymore. So mm. you have to just you have to go under the search engine on YouTube and, and search for the name. For but they could yeah. just follow you or just subscribe. Yeah, well, subscribe. I don't know. And they can always find your stuff. So, awesome. Thank you for joining me this week. Short week, Vaughn. But um, thank you for joining it's me. It's all good. We still got it. Still got it. Next week, uh, Steve and I will be on the road for work. So, it'll probably be a road show. Gotcha. I think. Well, no. We'll be back. I don't know if we're working until Thursday or Friday. So, next week, we will have an episode. I don't know who will be on it or where it will be. But we will have one. Right. And um, that's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, NBA 2K16, Persona 4 Dancing, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. I'm picking all those up today. Uh, so we'll be talking about those on next week's show hopefully and other than that thank you all for listening so so much we really appreciate it four more episodes to 100 start the countdown oh yeah until then have a great weekend everyone and we will see you next week 